Hello, and welcome to the Moving Stevens Point Forward podcast, a podcast focused on the community of Stevens Point in central Wisconsin. Your host, John Yeager, will discuss the amenities, community events, businesses, and groups that make central Wisconsin unique. Thanks for listening, and be sure to spread the word about our podcast. And now, on to today's show. Hi, this is John with Point Forward Physical Therapy, and today I have Matt Kirsch from PaddleQuest, who's going to teach all of us a lot about paddle quest because I get to we talked a little before we recorded and I didn't know a lot about it and still don't which is so this will be really kind of cool for me to, to discover it so welcome Matt thank you thank you happy to be here so Matt you've been around central Wisconsin pretty much a long time true 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 st- true statement I grew up on the river until I was, and moved away for about a decade uh, moved back in 2010 and I've been back since. So you you were actually, you grew up on the river. I didn't realize that. I did. Okay. I did, yes. Very cool. Mm-hmm. So tell me about PaddleQuest. When did that start? How was it founded? So yeah, PaddleQuest began in 2002. Uh, I was working in Chicago at a bar called the uh, Heartland Cafe. And I worked at the Buffalo Bar and I was sitting there sketching out some ideas. And I came up with the uh, Cannonball, Cannonball Race, I think it was the first name of it. But it was essentially going to be like a, a, a cruise on the river, essentially, a, a video. It was a film project. And then after a little bit of uh, you know workshopping there in the bar, I came up with Paddle Quest and drafted some of my roommates at the time, different friends. I created a website and we did a draft of the teams. And that was all intended to be part of the video, sort of a mockumentary on Survivor, that kind of thing. Sort of, uh, but also I think I was getting back to my hometown, you know, because I was in Chicago and I was homesick probably and wanted to do a project on the river. And um, so, yeah, we did the draft and I hauled a bunch of my Chicago friends up to Wisconsin and we had three high eight video cameras, uh, high eight video cameras, <laughs> and we filmed uh, an event and it was uh, very rudimentary at that time. It was you paddle to one marker get directions to the next marker, and each team had their own route. So that was the beginning of it. And so some of the people that were involved in that first year in 2002 said, you got to do this again. So I did. And uh, the <laughs> and 2003, uh, we introduced characters. So that was, I started to go into this. I have a, a you know, a background in games, love okay. games, fantasy stuff. Um, and so we added in these characters and that, that really started the fantasy element of what PaddleQuest is. So we had the Wizard Kulku, we had Queen Nestra, we had Lord Houlihan in, in 2003. So that's when the storyline kind of started, and that has been a really big part of it, and that's really where I probably get the most fun out of it. Okay. So tell me exactly, like, if mm-hmm. I were to sign up for PaddleQuest. You should. Okay. <laughs> and when is it? August 13th. Okay. And what do I need to do? Like, do I just show up with something I can paddle? Is there a requirement on uh, on that? Uh, so there's uh, canoe rentals. Okay. Uh, Go Northward has rentals on site. It's pretty convenient. And day one, I should say it's a two-day event. Day one is all in the river. And you got to bring life jackets probably. I think you, they may include those in the rentals. Uh, and then day two is a day of summer camp style field games at Boogle Park. Okay. And in the back in the day, we used to, you know, roll everything back out on the water on the second day and do a whole nother day paddling. And it would just be, it was pretty exhausting. And, okay. Uh, 
but we didn't want to get rid of those alliance games because day two is how the storyline goes forward. So the story of Paddle Quest every year is determined by the questers. Questers okay. are the other paddlers. And then based on what they do during the day on Saturday, there's various storyline elements that happen. And a lot of times no one has any idea what's going on. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the paddlers, uh, you know, they're just out there having a good time. But I'm keeping track of what items are going where. And that affects the storyline for the following year. And then on day two, there's uh, four main alliances. So all the teams will get sorted into a bigger team. And they play, you know, these games that we basically make up. We kind of take a game and change it up. It's kind of like summer camp. Okay. And so that determines. So that alliance, for example, Cajuns College won last year. Cajuns College is now expanded again in 2022. Renaissance. Okay. So, yeah, and then uh, the the alliance that gets fourth place and gets knocked down, they get they get disbanded, and then a new group comes up. Okay, but it's so. But you're not thrown out of paddle quest. No, no, they're not. Those, just those reshuffled. The, yeah, this uh, that that element of the games and the alliances is fun for the volunteers because they're a character groups, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So you know. They might align with the hoarders or the pirates or the royal marauders, Cage's College. And then there's different groups are coming up. Like this year, we have two different new alliances that are going to be in the kind of in the running. So, okay. And how many people participate? We've had uh, 2019 was the peak. And then we had the old panty in 2020. And in 2021, um, you know, we saw numbers drop quite a bit. I think because of the pandemic and also we changed locations. So there's maybe some, you know, a little different. We moved to from Lakeside Bar to Buchholz Park. Okay. And then, but I think in 2019, we had close to 80 teams. 80 teams. 80 teams. So it's three to teams. So, um, you know, and th- two or three to teams. So we had probably roughly 180, 200 paddlers maybe. Okay. And do people paddle anything or is it really just kind of your traditional canoe kayak uh canoes kayaks uh we had a request for paddleboard this year but if she does it she'll be the first one okay i mean we've had characters paddleboard that's fun okay but um yeah one year in milwaukee uh so i should say in 2011 in 2011 we branched out i was living in minneapolis and decided to try to have a series of events and because um, it's a you know really unique style event game what have you so we branched out and some of my uh, good friends were super helpful uh johan p hero and hog uh, we had some filmmakers involved and we went to milwaukee and paddled down the milwaukee river in costume and so my friend uh hog and i were in full like shaman gear with masks paddleboarding down the milwaukee and we had speakers uh tied to our waist and we're shouting you know at at people just enjoying their day we're shouting at them about how we came through the portal from the backwaters and we're seeking the ancient artifacts <laughs> and they're just like huh? <laughs> we had about six teams four or five teams maybe from okay. milwaukee but you know that was when we were really focusing on the garbage cleanup angle okay which which that evolved in the event the garbage cleanup aspect of paddle quest really evolved through um some of the questers just pulling a, bar- a barrel, for example, out of the out of the river and okay. bringing it to the back to the finish and be like, we found a barrel. And people are like, they should get points for that. And I'm like, you're right. That's great. So then we said, okay, let's let's gamify the trash pickup 
and we reworked it into the storyline because the Cosmic Hoarders were a character group, and we, you know, decided that they would want trash because they're Cosmic Hoarders, right? Okay. And so they had come through the portal in 2009, or sorry, 2010, and um, they were seeking trash, and so that's how the trash collection started, and that's been great because it's... Um, it changes your mindset when you're paddling around and your trash is points. Okay. You see trash differently. You're like, okay, let's get that out and get in the boat. And we're taking it for points. Sure. You know, it's pretty cool. So how can you get points in this scenario? Is There's it a lot of ways? Okay. There's a lot. <laughs> and does it change year over year or is um, it? No. Um, yes and no. I mean, so I've tried making the scoring system a lot more uh, understandable and transparent i guess you could say because it's not that fun as a as a participant when you don't understand the scoring system and sure. it's random so we've made it out of a thousand points that's the maximum a number of points you can get is a thousand and um and so we tell now we break it down like okay at you can get three tokens at, co- at the college three tokens with the pirates three tokens here and so you know okay we have to get these tokens in these places and then there's you can get a total of 12 treasures, you know, and what are the, you don't know what the treasures are necessarily going into it, but you know, there's 12 we have to get of power helm, power cape, and the two piece by force puzzle. The by force puzzle is a circular puzzle with a P and a Q. Okay. And they fit together. Um, and so once you get all those, that's, you get a bonus for that, for collecting all the magic items. Okay. Um, so yeah, those are the main ways to get points is uh, treasures, tokens, power items and then there's also the totem masters who are not listed on the map but they are floating around and um you find them and say are you a totem master and if they say yes then they give you the the token there okay so so do you know like if i were to sign up for paddle quest Mm -hmm. i I can do that online i'm assuming yes paddlequest.org okay and then you find the registration link, and it'll shoot you over to Create Portage County's eventing uh, ticketing system. Okay. And then with that, once I sign up, am I assigned randomly to one of the four alliances? Uh, well, that or? so that actually has changed. Okay. So this year, uh, when you get to registration, which is either Friday night or Saturday morning, uh, when you pick up your packet, sign the release form check in, you're going to pick your alliance at that point in time. Okay. And there's a limited number of each spot. But you'll be issued a, uh, a special item that will grant you a fast pass, essentially, for that group. So the main groups are Pirates, Cajuns College, Royal Marauders, and I have a hard time <laughs> remembering the fall four. It's like uh, uh, Royal Marauders, Cajuns College, uh, Pirates... And the Druids. Yeah, there we go. The Druids. Uh, druids are great, uh, by the way. They're um, they're all great, but the Druids are the full-on, like, excellent LARPers. They really know what's going on with LARPing. Um, I can go into the, the different groups. But anyway, you choose your, uh, your alliance at the beginning. Okay. And that will give you a little bit more access to that group during the day. Okay. And then are, are, the, are the treasures and the tokens, are they out on the river? Or how do they? How do you get a hold of those? The tokens are so you'll go up to the challenge. For example, you come ashore at the pirates, and you know if, if there's people already there, you gotta wait. So that's that's just part of it. Sometimes there's a little bit of a line. 
unfortunately. <laughs> Every event has a line. Uh, then you get to the get to the challenge master, whatever it, whoever it is, and they'll say, okay, you have to do this to get this token. And, and you're like, well, and then you got to talk to him. How do I get that? Do you have any magic items? You have to ask those questions because they're not going to just give it to you. Mm-hmm. Do you have any treasures? Well, you got to do this. You know, they'll they'll have it. Um, so you, it's a lot of like you got to talk to the people at the spots. Okay. Um, and then so you know different kind of games. Some of the games are like Can Jam, Cross Net. You might have a beach bocce ball challenge. You might have to play beers, be bags. Uh, there's a bike, uh, tandem bike jousting this year. Oh, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <Yeah. on. laughs> tandem oh. bike jousting. See, now everybody's going to start practicing their tandem bike jousting. And they're going to just be a ringer. It's hard enough to find a bike <laughs> these days, let alone a tandem. <laughs> right. Um, let's see some other games. There's, uh, Cajun's College always has amazing challenges building uh, building things out of driftwood and, and twine, uh, doing chants. A lot of times they'll have to go on some kind of mission, um, like a scavenger hunt type style mission. Um, Kay Runch is a character who's been aligned with uh, different alliances over the years, and he's got a whole backstory all by himself. We could do a whole podcast just on Kay Runch, okay. uh, who's also been known as the Medicine Man. And um, he, he's got uh, Vikings he's been trying to recruit, and they have a whole thing they're going to go over to war against Cajun's College. And so there's a lot of stuff that, you know, I don't even know how it's going to play out because the characters that are involved are so, you know, just great at what they do. They're improv performers, they're planners, they're um, just just incredible. So with the characters now, is that something you could be assigned to do or are those predetermined so the hero their heroes is what we, we refer to the the volunteers as and uh, a lot of times the heroes are either they were questers for a number of years and then it's like okay i want to be behind the scenes i've had enough of the the quest life um but other times they're just friends of someone who's involved and they just want to get involved in that aspect okay and so um, this, it just varies. This year we have a new group of actors that are, um, with, um, the theater. So yeah, this year we have a new group of actors at the Jolly Camp Royal, which is a, a Renaissance camp that's being con- constructed at Redbridge. Oh, wow. Okay. So I don't know if you know where Redbridge mm-hmm. is. That Redbridge has been the hub of PaddleQuest for forever. Okay. Since Battlefield started. So you, all of this you've developed, right, Matt? Like this is kind of your brainchild? I I would say yes. I created the framework. Okay. I would say I created the framework and I would say the characters have filled in uh, the gaps on that. Okay. Uh, A lot of the ideas for the games I've come up with, um, the storyline basically, you know, I kind of formed that, but. A lot of times the storylines formed by the characters or, or the questers themselves, you know. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's unique in a, a number of ways. You know, one is the community involvement, I think is so cool. Um, then the, the format of paddling out to different camps has the summer camp vibe to it that mm-hmm. I, I think um, I picked up at Camp Warren in Minnesota when I was a kid. They had special costume day where like 
you know, some of the counselors would dress up like pirates and come paddling across the lake. And it was just super fun. And I think that stuck with me. And, um, and that's, that's, I think, really where it came, came from. So where do you see <clears throat> this going in the future? Do you see it continuing year over year? Um, I mean, yes, that's, I, I want to see it continue for sure. Um, I can't do it by myself anymore as from an admin point of view, mm-hmm. because it's just, oh, that's a lot of work, <laughs> you know, it's just a lot of work to do something by yourself. And, um, so, uh, last year, create Portage County, uh, agreed to kind of run it from an admin point of view. Oh, okay. Uh, where they, you know, do help with ticketing, help with the event setup kind of the behind the scenes stuff where I'm still directing the creative part of it. Okay. Um, and that's been, that's been a great partnership so far. Um, but yeah, it's the kind of thing where my kids look forward to it Okay. every year, you know, they're super, super into it. Um, and I think it's going to be a generational thing. Okay. You know, and it's, it's a special thing in the community. It's some ever, a lot of people in Stevens point know about it, mm-hmm. heard of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I think it's unique. Well, I have to admit, I've heard of it, but I didn't know the details of it. I thought mm-hmm. it was just a kayaking event. I uh-huh. did not realize there was so much more to it, and yeah. it had such a depth to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so with the participants, are they mostly local? Or, I mean, where do you get your participants from? Yes. So, well, as I as I told you, the start, it started in Chicago, basically, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I was in Chicago at school, so almost all the participants... Mm-hmm. Uh, almost all of the participants the first year were Chicago people. So that's been cool. So a lot of Chicago people were involved early on. And when I moved to California, I was still running the event in California. So I had some people from California coming over. And so, uh, but now I think a lot of the participants are local. Um, in 2014, we had a grant from the state. And I got a big check from Scott Walker. Oh, nice. I said, spend some money. So we targeted uh, some Milwaukee neighborhoods. We had a lot of, we had a pretty good response from that. Had uh, Milwaukee people coming up. Okay. I think that was, yeah, like 2014 or maybe 2016. It all kind of runs together. Sure, sure. <laughs> but, um, but that was successful. So I think, um, you know, there's a limit on how big it can get, mm-hmm. obviously. You know, because it eventually will lose some of its charm. Sure. Once it gets too big. Sure. So, you know, eventually maybe we'll have to do like the Barkley Marathons and make it hard to register for it. <laughs> or like, you know, make people go through the, you know, 10 step process to see if they're eligible. To... <laughs> well, right. There you go. Got to vet them a little bit. You got to get vetted. But no, I, I see it going on into the future for sure. What do you think are the misconceptions that are out there regarding Paddle Quest? Are there any out there in the community? I mean, I know I confessed mine, mm-hmm. but are there others? Oh, I'm sure. And I think what part of it is, is like um, they hear one thing about it. Or let's, let's say somebody goes to it and has a bad experience. Uh, that's the one takeaway. And a lot of times people tend to focus on that negative aspect or something. Um, you know, and in the earlier days, it was there was more of a party, definitely. Okay. Um, like you know, our characters would be doing like, for example, like a party game, drink, okay. drinking game, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, so that might be something people just look at it as like a nonstop party. Okay. I mean, Rolling Stone had an article that was written and the title was Woodstock on the water. So, Oh wow. You made Rolling Stone. Yeah. Rolling Stone. Yep. 
Cool. Uh, a guy from Iola, James Card, got wind of it, pitched it to Rolling Stone, and they said, yeah, go for it. So um, it was a great article. And, but, you know, Woodstock on the Water would, you know, what do you, th- what do you, th- yeah, you, you think? Yeah, you kind of think that would probably had a lot going on, it's right? It's a party on the water. Well, and it, and it is. I mean, people enjoy themselves, but it's not done to excess. No, when we when it, the event event was younger, definitely a lot more chances were taken, and so so people might have the misconception that it is just a party. Okay, so is there a, a year or a memory that you have out there that just was like this is my favorite moment of Paddle Quest all time? Oof, good question. Favorite moment of Paddle Quest all time? I have to say it was probably in two thousand seven. We had created the Hearthstone. It was a big paper mache globe. And the storyline was the teams had to choose to be either on Team Bear, Nestra, Team Bear and Queen Nestra, or choose to be with the Sorceress and King Mike. Uh, the Sorceress and King Mike had taken control of Kirsch Camp, which was uh, my parents' backyard. <laughs> <laughs> they had taken control, and the Sorceress and... King Mike's forces had to defend the Hearthstone. Okay. And uh, Baron Esther had to try to rally their forces to raid and get the Hearthstone. It was a pretty elaborate game. It was like flag football. Everybody had flags. <laughs> so once you had your flags pulled off, you're out. Okay. And it got it got very physical very fast. Oh, no, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the Baron Nestor forces were much larger, and they raided, and it was just, they got it. And we actually called it back. We're like, redo, because everybody was upset because it was done too quickly and there was no warning and all this stuff. But then the second time, that's when it got physical. People were wrestling with the flags and it was epic. But that was that was 2007. So it was a smaller group. that, that, that okay. But I remember looking at the video and there was an older gentleman who was on the defending team. And I have a video of him just screaming. <laughs> like angry, like, you couldn't believe how angry this guy got. He's screaming, running for the flag, and uh, the woman he was chasing was super freaked out, <laughs> running <laughs> in the other direction. So yeah, that was a good one for sure. That was great, 2007. But um, there's been so many. I okay. mean, there's so many moments that are just um, unbelievable. So, have you ever considered doing it more than once a year in this area? I have never. Never considered that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, it's a lot to do. Um, just the one time. Uh, there's just so many little things you got to consider. And plus, it, like I said, it's driven by the characters, by the volunteers. Mm-hmm. So to expect them to do that more than once. Okay. It's a no, lot. That's a lot. How much time do you put in organizing Paddle Quest? Uh, a couple, two, three hours. <laughs> a couple, two, three? <laughs> no, um, not not as much as I used to. I'll say that. Um, but you know, creating the maps, monitoring the website and that kind of stuff, communicating, it's just kind of here and there. So it's hard to estimate. Okay. I don't know. But you enjoy it. I do enjoy it. Okay. Yes. Uh, there's times where I'm like, ah, I've had enough, but, um, but it's not that much work and it brings a lot of uh, joy to people and you know, it's one of a kind deal. Are there anything, is there anything else out there similar to Paddle Quest or like this? Sorry. Nope. Um, there's a lot of, well, obviously there's a lot of adventure races. Um, uh, Iron Bowl Challenge in the area. I know they do great, great events. Um, but 
I think the live action role playing video game aspect, I think it's pretty unique. I think because it's taking LARPing and adventure racing and sort of putting them together. So define LARPing for me. Live action role playing. There we go. Okay. <laughs> I am a total know nothing LARPer. I don't know how to LARP. Um, but like I said, some of our heroes are LARPers, so they know what LARPing is. Okay. Um, but essentially LARPing is like live action Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. You know. So I think it's taking LARPing and merging it with the adventure race. So it's competitive, physical activity, but it also has the fantasy element. Mm-hmm. With the game game element, but um, a good friend of mine, Gene Salmon, called it the last day of summer, uh, last day of adult summer camp. Oh, <laughs> that's how she described it. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So registration is open now online. Registration is open until August sixth. Okay. Yep. And All then right. we'll get the final numbers, get the maps printed, and um, yeah. And you said the website's paddlequest.org. Paddlequest.org. Okay. And this year, your ticket includes Horseshoes and Hand Grenades tickets. Really? Yeah, the Horseshoes and Hand Grenades are playing a concert at the Ball Diamond right next to Buckle Park on Saturday, August 13th. Okay. Cool. Yeah. It's a pretty uh, funny coincidence how that worked out because Adam and I are, um, are friends for a long time. And I was talking to him in February, and he said, hey, I'm doing a show at uh, at the Ball Diamond at Buckle Park on August 13th. I'm like... August, like that's Paddle Quest weekend. I didn't look at my watch, but <laughs> I, I looked at my phone. I was like, "Wait a second. And so we both were like, "Awesome, cool, that's great." You know, cool. So, well, anything else you want to throw out informatively or otherwise before we wrap this up, Matt? Sure. Um, hmm. I mean, do you have any other questions? I think I well probably dozens once we turn the mics off. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's also, I will say this, uh, it is not timed. Okay. So in in the sense that you don't come get to the finish line, they say you took four and a half hours. Uh, it's not timed. You go at your own pace. You have a map that shows you the different checkpoints to visit, to visit. And this year we have Bahamas on the river is back on the map. Um, and so it's really go at your own pace. You can do as much or as little as you want. I think maybe that's a misconception is that it's super challenging. Okay. I think people should know it's it's just fun. Okay. It focuses on fun. Uh, if you want to take it to that level and not have fun, <laughs> just push yourself. And maybe that's fun for you, right? Mm-hmm. But if you just want to push yourself and, and try to win, then you can do that. Otherwise, just have a good time. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for coming on, Matt. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right. Today's show is brought to you by Point Forward Physical Therapy. Please share our podcast with your friends. If you'd like to schedule a time to meet with a physical therapist for a free injury screening, call us at 715-254-3978.